0: This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at Lifeway Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources
1: as well as Fuge camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. another episode of our Known Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Prawl. We are into our second session of our unit called How Can I Know? It's a unit uh, that we're labeling under the topic of doubt and assurance. Last week we talked all about doubt, um, and this week we're getting into another question related to doubt. As Mike uh, Wakefield set up for us uh, in the previous session, uh, this one is specifically dealing with you know, students that may not be Christians and they're wondering, am I a Christian? Or students that are brand new Christians with the question, how can I know I'm a Christian? And I've got Mike Wakefield back in the studio with me. Mike, how are you? I'm doing good, Rick. Good. Mike, uh, good discussion last week on the uh, the five life principles related to, you know, what do I do with doubt? and Where does doubt come from? This week we're looking at how can I know I'm a Christian? We've got four life principles this week. Um, and as we look at these, we're looking at, you know, four... I don't know what you'd call these, evidences um, Mm -hmm. or indicators that something really has happened in my life when I accepted Christ as my Savior. I guess the flip side of that would be if we don't see these things happening in our lives... You know, we need to come back and evaluate. You know, was that a was that a, a true decision? Right. Have I really given my life to Christ?
0: I think it's a thing that students struggle with. I mean, I probably a lot of students that you as leaders are going to are going to teach on Sunday morning. If you're like our church, a lot of those teenagers made decisions for Christ when they were six, seven years old. Right. You know. And, you know, that doesn't seem that long to us. I mean, it seems that long to us, but even for a teenager, it seems like a long time ago. And they, and they made it, in, and, and they get to that teenage years, you know, 13, 14, 15, and they're like, well, did, I really, did I really accept Christ? And, you know, it's kind of maybe kind of fuzzy, and they don't really remember. I'm not saying every student does that, but I think a lot of right. students are really, they really struggle with that. And, and we want to help them to know, hey, you know what? And I think part of the problem is, too, is that we, we want to talk about feelings, you know, well, oh, I don't feel saved. You know, I, right. I don't. Well, you know, a lot of times you may not feel that, but it's not about what you feel. It's about what you know and, and being able to stand on the truth of God's word. And so that's what we want to help students this week with and, and show that, you know what, there are some evidence that you, that you can know that you're a believer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's the important thing is that, you know, God wants us to know um, that we are saved and have a relationship with him. Well, let's dig into this, um, this first uh, life principle this week. And leaders, were in 1 John this week. We're in a bunch of different verses within 1 John, but uh, centralized in 1 John this session. The first thing that we're looking at to answer this question, how can I know I'm a Christian, is that you will have a desire to obey. What do you see there in 1 John 2, verses
0: 3 through 6? Well, I mean, first of all, the reason that John wrote this letter is is purely this. I mean, this is why he wrote it for is to right. help believers know that they were that they were saved, that they were followers of Christ. And so he just says very plainly, verse three: This is how we are sure that we have come to know Him by keeping His commands. That we, if we know Christ, there will be in us a desire to obey Him. Right. I mean, that's just pure and simple. Uh, if if a, if a teenager says I'm saved, but they don't have really any, any desire to follow Christ, don't have any desire to be obedient to Christ. That'd be a pretty good indicator. You know, maybe I maybe I really don't know Jesus. But if you if you know him, there will be a heart and a desire. You know, you want to do what he calls you to do.
1: Right. Yeah. And I, I think for a lot of us, you know, as as we get older, we recognize that, you know, that conscience, you know, that mm-hmm. that voice of the Holy Spirit inside of us saying, you know, no, don't do that. You know, let's let's go this direction. And and I mean, for me, that is a really good indicator that. Yeah, man, I, I do have the Holy Spirit inside of me because I feel something absolutely. About this, so yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the other one is the second life principle is kind of a, a flip to that. Uh, not only will we have a desire to obey, that we will love other Christians. First uh, John three fourteen through fifteen. Uh, what do you see there?
0: Well, again, it's really interesting that John really doesn't beat around the bush with these statements. But John four, I mean, in verse fourteen, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. I mean, there it is, you know, that's one of those indicators that if you have Christ in your heart and you know him and you're a Christ follower and he's changed your life, there will be a desire in you to love other Christians. Uh, Now, that doesn't say that you won't ever disagree with other Christians or that you won't ever get crossways with them because you will. We're human. We're going to do that. But, inside of you, there is just a love you love to be with other believers and you love them, and you have compassion, and you just have a heart to minister together and serve together. There's just a it's just one of the things it's hard to explain, but you just have a love for other believers
1: that's right and I mean that builds upon you know I've got a desire to obey, I've got a love for other believers um you know that's evidenced in our youth groups and worship. And then that third life principle, you experience the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, as a life principle, we look at that and say, yeah, man, that's great. How does that communicate to students as we look at these passages, 1 John 3, 24 and 4, 13? How can we communicate that to our students?
0: And that's going to be a little bit trickier. Um, Trickier is not probably a good word, but (laughs) just a little bit uh, tougher because this kind of does move into the realms of feelings um, because we can't. You know, look into someone's heart and say, oh, yeah, I see the Holy Spirit right there, you know. or But it's it's just that um, you just have a, a an assurance. You just know that the Holy Spirit is working in you. And, and you said a minute ago, Rick, one of those indicators is, you know, when you sin, you know, that, oh, that Holy Spirit comes and brings conviction. Like I said, if you know that, if you experience that, you know what I'm talking about. You just, you you, you know, you commit that sin and you're just like, man, you can just sense that Holy Spirit saying, drawing you back and convicting you, or it's that same thing. as Because Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would come, he'd be a comforter, he would bring conviction, uh, but he would also lead you into the truth. So another way to uh, indicate that is if, you know, when you're studying the Scripture and and God just brings that Scripture to life for you and you know that it's for you and you know that he's planting that word deep, that's the Holy Spirit working in you. So there are some things that you can say, oh, yeah, I I can sense the Holy Spirit working in me. Uh, Again, it's one of those things when you have it, you know it, you understand it. And if, but if you don't have those things, if you don't, there's not any conviction. You know, you really read the Bible, you're not really getting anything out of it, and you just don't feel the the leading of the, whole, leading of the Holy Spirit. Then you may want to step back and look: Do I really know Christ or not?
1: Right. Well, and I I think those are good indicators to to communicate to students. I mean, when you when you sin. Do you feel guilty about it immediately? you know right. I, I remember when I was a student and we've talked about this in past podcasts that I mean I had problems with my language um, as a student, and it got to the point that as, as a student and trying to follow Christ, there would be days when I'd say something and immediately it was like, man. I didn't need to say that and just this overwhelming sense of grief, you know, and try to equate that back. You know, I didn't understand all that as a student, but to equate that back now that man, that's the Holy Spirit saying, Okay, I didn't like having to say that. Yeah. Um, you know, we need to pull back. But now for me, even more is in worship. Um, when a worship song leads us to a, a point of just, you know, whether it's tears or joy or emotion, moving beyond just the emotion of a song, if the lyrics and what's you know, being communicated in the song moves you i mean for me that's an indication of the spirit moving in me too that you know my my heart song my worship is joined with god
0: absolutely another th- and i and i and i agree with that another thing that for me that indicates the presence of the holy spirit is not just a conviction that comes after i sin but that voice that says to me when i'm tempted don't do that right you know uh you need to think about this you know and uh, man, that's, you know, and now sometimes I I, I admit, I, I choose to push that voice away, right? but that is an indicator for me that the Holy Spirit is working. Then all of a sudden I'm in this situation and the spirit says, you need to get out of this situation or you need to turn your eyes away or you need to move. You need to do something, you know, that the Holy Spirit is trying to guide me away. Right. That's another good indicator for a student that, that the Holy Spirit is working in their lives.
1: Exactly. Well, we're going to wrap this one up, Mike, with this fourth life principle. How can I know I'm a Christian? Is that you will confess Jesus in 1 John four fifteen and 5, 1. What do you see there?
0: Well, I think that's the thing that, that you talk with a student about. And you say, look, has there been a moment in your life where, you know, you knew you were a sinner and that you knew you needed Christ and you gave your life to Him. You know, you, you prayed and you asked Christ to be your Savior, and you confessed Him. You you went before the church, or you went to a, your pastor or someone, and said, "I've made this decision." And perhaps you followed Him in baptism, and you've made that confession. Right. You know um, that as Paul talks about, you confess with your heart. Uh, confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God is raising from the dead that Romans 10:13 passage that I have confessed I do believe and I'm here to tell you I am a Christ follower I love him I'm going to serve him you've made that confession
1: That's right exactly And leaders as we wrap up the session we've indicated in the wrap up wrap it up section the reference to First John five thirteen, which is the powerful verse that you know, where John says, "I want you to know, I want you to know that you know that you know that you're a Christian, that you've made that decision." And leaders, we mentioned at the tip at the very beginning of the session that this is an, uh, an incredible session, incredible opportunity for those students that don't know Christ or have really struggled with that. Did I ever really make that decision as a five or six or seven year old, as Mike talked about, uh, to share with them a plan of salvation? And we always reference and know the known plan of salvation at the back of the book. That is not the only plan of salvation. That's not, not the only way students can get right. uh, become into a relationship with Christ, but that is a guide to help you in that process, so take advantage of that and use that this week. Well, leaders, as we wrap up the session, again, our question, how can I know I'm a Christian? Four life principles this week, that you'll have a desire to obey, you'll love other Christians, you'll experience the presence of the Holy Spirit, and you will confess Jesus. The point this week, there will be evidence of your salvation. So take that and run with that this week. Thanks for joining us.